this is a disco dance challenge. Mm-hmm. So when we look at dancing, we look at two things. We look yep. at dance technique and performance uh-huh. and sometimes costume, but not for this part. We'll just leave <laughs> that out for now. Now, people spend years learning dance technique. Okay. Yep. So if you don't have dance technique at the moment, you're not going to learn it overnight. Okay, you won't look like Denali by practicing hard one evening. She's a professional dancer. She's been dancing for years. Okay, what can you work on? The performance. And you're a drag queen. You should have that. So inject your personality. Inject the feeling of disco. Feel the yeah. music. Have fun. Take me to the disco era because Absolutely. performance, performance can save your dance technique. Performance yes. is a big part of how we appreciate entertainment. A prime example: Monica and Ross on Friends. <laughs> Do you remember that episode? I do. Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo and Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Bolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. So let's raise a glass or a bottle and start spilling the GNT <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast, the only RuPaul's Drag Race podcast worth listening to. Don't know what that matters. That's so that's actually really loaded, isn't it? <laughs> actually, one of the many RuPaul's Drag Race podcasts that you should be listening to. No, the others yeah. don't exist. Just yeah. listen to us, guys. <laughs> um, welcome back. I'm Bolo, as we all know, I am the performer here. I have mm-hmm. the dance experience and dance. skills. I have the performance skills and experience. I have travelled internationally to dance professionally 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 <laughs> and then we're here joined with dr tom yes i've also worked as a psychiatrist internationally internet actually yeah well, yeah i worked in new zealand for a while you studied in new zealand i worked in new zealand well, you just, okay you're just i got to, paid yeah okay cool <laughs> we're, not, we're not comparing anything here tom i'm not taking it away from you now dr. we're tom. both international that's what yes. i'm saying and what do we do we review we recap and we just have a kiki uh-huh. about rupaul's drag race and wherever we can we give a bit of our oomph in it we give a yeah. bit about you know experience we're, we're basically super fans but we see things through different lenses i always think because we're professionals 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 <laughs> now are you ready to conversate I am. Just say talk, though. Just say talk? Just say Are you talk. ready to talk about this? Okay, cool. So this is season 13, episode 6. Now, it I want to get straight into it in mm-hmm. case there's a lot of juicy stuff. Now, we're also looking at the Untucked because, mm-hmm. oh, Lord knows, imagine if we didn't watch Untucked last week while mm-hmm. we were podcasting. We didn't usually watch Untucked until, yeah. like, later on because it's so hard to find it here. But we were like, hey, let's... Let's see if we can find it. And then we found the Untucked. Untucked and then we in, watched it. And then I was like, whoa. I'm glad we watched it. Exactly. In, in general, I don't think this is a controversial opinion. I don't think Untucked is as good as it used to be. It used to be a lot more organic. And you'd have like these amazing fights like Shangela versus Mimi I'm first. And Sharon versus Fifi. Did Willem you, versus Fifi. Did you not watch last week? I'm, I'm saying this is more of an anomaly. It's not like representative of latter day untucked. People are a lot more self producing and afraid of saying I think controversial things and getting first, into controversy. First of all, that's RuPaul's drag race in general, mm-hmm. not just untucked. Yeah, yeah, but I just feel it's reflected in untucked. But it was worth watching last week. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. And we're actually going to talk about it again because the first thing that the girls talk about when they come off the main stage is what happened in Untucked. Yes. yes? And has your opinion changed about it? No, no, I think we expressed our opinion really well last week. Um, Obviously, one thing that always saddens me in situations like this is to see the fan backlash against certain queens. There's no need to go to any queen's Twitter or Instagram or anything to abuse or threaten them, no matter what you think of what they're portraying on the show. It's It's a TV show. They're playing a character. You don't know them as a person. Don't give them that vile abuse. Yeah. Obviously, none of our listeners would ever do anything like that. Absolutely. They're, they're classy, sophisticated, graceful, delicate. delicate. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to have a, a little rehash on the issue. So what happened is that Tamisha called out Candy mm-hmm. for being arrogant. Like, First of all, yeah, girl, you're arrogant. And second of all, your friends should be the first person to tell you you're arrogant. If my friend's arrogant, I let them know straight away. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, girl, you're arrogant. But we find that, like, Tina and Gottmik, because they're a little Alaskatox S trio, Tina colludes with Candy quite a lot, I think, and Gottmik's really non confrontational. And she tries to just let this kind of wash over and just try and be a bit of a support system to people, I think. Um, 
But yeah, no, I think, you know, we said it last week, Candy's quite a black and white thinker. So somebody tells her that she's arrogant and she hears, I don't like you, you're horrible. That's not what was being said. Well, um, oh, she did say she didn't like her. But like she wasn't saying you're some terrible I don't person. like you. I don't like you. And I don't like you. Then why are you looking in my direction? I'm doing the eyes. I'm doing the eyes. <laughs> um and, um, you know, Rosé put it best. She tried to, like, cut through the black and white thinking a little bit. And she tried to give us some honest feedback. And was like, girl, I, I do think you're arrogant. Doesn't mean I don't like you. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Candy couldn't hear what could have been constructive criticism about the way she conducts herself on the show. I just, I just don't know how you can deny that you're arrogant. I don't know. And I think... Is it a bad thing? I guess it is. Not for a drag queen, necessarily. That's, a, that's, a, she, that's, she's, you know, that's my confusion. Like, if someone calls you a bitch, you, well, yeah. Okay, thank you. I'm a drag that, queen. That could have been her response. She could have been like, thank yeah, you. girl, American. <laughs> that that's was my it. I don't understand. I, don't, I personally don't understand it. Especially, like, a couple of minutes before the situation. Mm-hmm. It's like, nobody. <laughs> Not a single queen. <laughs> You're doing that me. And then... Elliot has no self-awareness. Exactly. The irony, the irony. There was a bit that you mentioned earlier that we both quite objected to when, um, you know, one bit that kind of wasn't acceptable. Okay, there's one one part that I was like, that's when I was like, girl, this this is no longer good TV Mm -hmm. when she threatened to hit her. We could have done without that. This in the Bad Girls Club, Mm -hmm. like when she was like, I'm about to pop off, I'm about to hit someone. That's when I was like, whoa, okay. That's completely... Okay, back it up, back it up. First of all, she's a cancer survivor in her 50s in her 50s and why you wanna i mean why are you throwing your dick around i don't i don't get it i really don't get <laughs> it like there's no need around. to do that the, the other thing but you know tamisha's response though she was like you may hit many things but you will not hit me that's it i Fantastic. want i want their t-shirt and don't point your finger at me mm-hmm. don't point your finger at me like mm-hmm. she's so her steel armor that's that's what a drag queen is yeah. she's old school oh she is there's no school like the old she, school she, She's very Joan Crawford. Very, I've fought worse monsters in Hollywood for years than you. Yeah, slight that, misquote there, but in the wise words of Utica, mm-hmm. Candy can dish it, but she has a hard time taking it. You notice how very little talking head time Utica gets. Is, well, yeah. I think it's because she's too sensible and says just nice, sensible things that don't make good TV. I mean, if Utica's <laughs> saying that, if Utica is yeah. saying it. I mean, it must be. She's like the most delicate, uh, innocent, loveliest lady there. <laughs> she kind of is, doesn't she? You would tell her friend if they were on the arrogant factor, weren't you? No, you wouldn't. Would I, w- you? I would say it in the way that Rose said it. I'd want to. I'd want to be honest with them, but I'm. I'm a natural diplomat. I tend to put things in a palatable way. Yeah. Same, people people are more apt to hear it in that way anyway. I would like to see how this unfolds. Mm. I want to see how it goes on. I want the drama to continue. Like, let's be serious. We love this. This oh, is absolutely. good television. It's good TV, which is why it's all the more ridiculous that people throw hate Candy's way. Yeah. And also, like, as I said last time, for Candy to be like in the brink of tears and sadness mm. in the first untucked, you know, feeling that vulnerable moment. And the second she's on top, she's like, ha ha, yes. I am the best. I am, I can say whatever I like. Elliot, no self-awareness. Elliot, I don't like yeah. you. It's her fragile self-esteem. We're going to see many more ups and downs for Candy Muse. So what we've seen so far going into this episode is that the girls have to do a mini challenge. And this mini challenge is more about what, what are they doing? Well, it reminds me of season seven mini challenge when they had to make um, actual iconic red carpet looks out of construction papers. They did like Bjork's McQueen swan dress and JLo's Versace jungle print dress and that kind of thing, which was really, really fun. Actually, it was a great mini challenge. This is a little different because it's obviously product placement and it's from a wallpaper company and they don't have to model it on specific looks. Yeah. Um, but they're told, and they're not told what the maxi challenge is, but whoever you pair up with for the mini challenge will be your partner in the maxi challenge. And they do make a bit of a point of Tamisha and Elliot kind of ending up together, not through choice. And Elliot's got a bit of a face on. However, Elliot's were, always got a face on. She can't move it. She can't move it. <laughs> uh, that face, that, this is my face. This is the face I got. It's <laughs> so literally that one there, it isn't really, it? Really it's is. like, this is the face I got. Okay. She's got a lovely, unmoving face. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, but they rise to the challenge and they're, they're very, very funny Tiger King. Um, that's, that's a surefire way to get a laugh, isn't it? Talk about Tiger King, Carol. And does, didn't Tamisha say Carol Basket though? Carol Basket. Did I mishear that? Because it's Carol Baskin. 
Yeah, it's but Bearskin. I'm sure she said Carol Basket. I think she did. I think she did. <laughs> I really like Gottmik candy and tina's advertisement i like the i like the delivery the puns Hmm. the fashion theirs is very very good um it was kind of like a mullet dress almost like katie perry-esque sort of look wasn't it that kind of bubblegum era of hers whose was your favorite um just the look i actually think utica's um very lovely floral gown was actually really pretty but her character took over and i don't think rue laughed at the character the worst one by far was Lalaurie and Simone, which is such a shame. Lalaurie just repurposed her dress from the runway. From what I've seen of Lala on on her Instagram and stuff, though, she does love a kind of like topless look with pasties, which is great. But it was so shoddy because the skirt was just jagged paper with tape around the middle as well. So again, like Simone, such glorious, beautiful fashion girl, cannot chuck a look together unless it's been made for her there it is Mm -hmm. she's a fashion girl that doesn't have the fashion skills Mm -hmm. denali and rose just kind of like fell somewhere in the middle didn't they kind of so the winner of the challenge was elliot and tamisha now i want to get into this because today's all about me today's all about paolo because it is a choreography challenge it's a dance challenge and i finally get to get a word in here i feel like i don't get to speak tom i don't feel like you give me any leeway Mm -hmm. any time so the maxi challenge is it's time with the dance floor they have to make a dancing documentary about the beat that defined a generation of liberation Mm -hmm. and what is their genre Disco. It's disco. So they need to learn choreography and embody the spirit of disco. Mm -hmm. They each in teams have to cover a different era of disco. Now, I'm just going to tell you what they are, okay? Gottman, Tina, and Candy, they're one team, and they get the birth of disco. Mm -hmm. Elliot and Tamisha, they get disco and sex. Utica and Olivia, they get Studio 54. Mm -hmm. sex. (laughs) <laughs> Rose and Denali get disco fashion and Lala and Simone have disco sucks. Now, who do you think's got this in the bag looking at these pairs? Because we've seen Oh my god, Rose girls... and Denali. Rose and Denali yeah. are both dancers, they're both choreographers. Remember in that first episode, they were kind of like, um, I'm a better dancer than you, mm-hmm. but I need it to grow. I want choreography to grow. And then yeah. you know, she she kept questioning Denali's leadership and choreography skills. But now that they're both mm-hmm. working together and they both have vision and then they both have um the technical abilities to dance yes i hope that they can pull something out yes also elia is a professional ballerina ballerino Uh dancer and ballet is the foundation of all movements if you can do ballet you know how to control your body you're very very aware of your body I think that she's going to do well. And I mean, she's with Tamisha. And Tamisha can, you know, she can follow some choreography. She can throw some shapes. Yes. So I'm just thinking as a pair, they're going to be fine. Yeah. Who, who do you think is going to struggle the most? Utica. Utica's going to struggle. Do you I think th- Olivia can lift her up a little bit? Olivia Lux. She was pretty good, as, as I recall. In um, Olivia, oh my gosh, yeah, she's got like stage... regulation. She's got stage presence mm-hmm. and she's also very stage performer aware in the sense that she knows what looks good on her mm-hmm. on stage, what makes her shine bright on stage. Like a diamond. Yes, and how to kind of get everyone's focus. She, yeah. She's very, very smart in that way. I don't think... Uh, I don't, it's not, I don't think, I know Gottmik's not a dancer. I've seen yeah. her in the congratulations, so she's going to struggle as well. Do you remember Candy messed up her choreography too? Yes. Even though we liked her her spotlight performance, and that yep. she was really, really good and had great presence, she she was in, she would have been in the bottom that week because the, the judges her, were at her. Her and Gottmik. Yes. So, so they Tina, might be regretting their little trio now. Tina, Tina you've uh, you got your work ahead. Of, you got your work cut out for you now. Tina, a woman, we've seen documentaries on YouTube that mm-hmm. this is what Tina kind of does. Yep, she does cabaret, she does performances, she does choreography, and yep. she, she, you know. So I guess she's going to be the leader of that group. What about Lala and Simone? Simone is so good in terms of characterization. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows how to perform. She knows how to. She really knows how to kill Simone. Yeah. She knows how to. She knows how to inject personality into choreography. Yeah. And I feel like if she can do that, she'll be fine. Lala is amazing. Lala, Lala can is move. A, that lip sync last week. Oh. 
she she slayed that house down. There'll be a solid period duo. dot com point blank period. Lala's gonna be amazing. How did I forget about her? They're they're gonna be great as well, aren't they? Let me ask you. Um, looking back over thirteen years of RuPaul's Drag Race, um, any favorite dance challenges that stick out for you? Favorite dance challenges. Mm-hmm. Like strictly choreo without kind of singing or lip syncing or anything like that. Season five, Swan, when I look at Coco and Alyssa, but it was more Alyssa's power. Mm. Now, for the non-dancers in this group, what they need to do was really channel Alaska. Alaska is not a dancer, but when we look at Black Swan from season five, Alaska was actually really good because she let the character come forward. And when the character is so strong, technique, sometimes it's okay. That mm-hmm. yeah, that's just my that's what I think the girls need to do. Is if they mm-hmm. don't have the technical skills to dance, they need to perform. She's a fantastic example of that, isn't Yeah, it? they she... need to perform. I liked the paired dance challenge in season seven. That to mash up different styles and they had the kind of oh. Lady lady gentleman looks. Yes. That was fun. And that, you know, gave girls like Kennedy a chance to shine. Kennedy's Didn't, a star. She is. I love Kennedy. Katya put her gymnastics to good use during that as well. Absolutely. Because she and Viola actually won that one. Who else? I think, are there any other dance challenges that we've had in RuPaul's They're Drag probably, Race? I'm trying to think, was there one in Brooklyn's season? Brooklyn. That allowed her to really showcase it. I don't think there wasn't a strict dance challenge that I can remember. I mean, her lip syncs were amazing. They were, obviously. Um, I just can't remember like a, a, a definitive kind of dance challenge. I think you need to have a few movers to make it worthwhile. There was the, uh, it's not a dance challenge, but like, you know how they have to record the music video at the end? Yeah. I didn't come to play, you know. I always think of that as a bit more of a kind of multi-talented kind of challenge. I'm just trying to think of like pure dance. But there aren't that many. Well, they had that cheerleading kind of one, which is pure cheerleading, which is dancing acrobats. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that was there as well. Anyway, so if I had to choose which disco era to do... I would go with Disco in Six. I'd go for Studio 54 because there's lots of room there for like camp iconography. You know, coming on a white horse, dress as Grace Jones, uh, paint yourself like a Andy Warhol. Nice. Silk screen, do whatever you want. I'll go Disco in Six because then at least we get to do partnering. Yeah. And like disco ends, I mean, disco was sex. Sometimes, like, there was a period where disco was very sexualized, and very it was all about the, the groove. Here. It was all about the groove. <laughs> get your groove thing, get your groove thing. <laughs> it was all about that. Yeah. I think that's going to be amazing. Elliot and Tamisha, I can't wait to see that. Anyway, yes. let's move on and see how they go in rehearsals. All right, we've just seen the main performance, the disco dance. Let's conversate. Just say talk. Just say talk? Just say talk. Let's talk. So, first of all, it was choreographed by Miguel Zerati, who's mm-hmm. a choreographer that I love. I really would love to take one of his classes one day. He's very well known for saying one of the most inspirational things to me, which I actually say is a mantra. And he said... You should want to impress me. You should want me to notice you. I am your teacher, which is very, very true. And he was saying that to a class. Uh Like when you take class, you do. That's very true. I want to be noticed by the the person taking the class. You want to stand out. And it just translates when you go to auditions, you're in a room full of so many people. You need to stand out. And you don't wait for an audition to stand out. Mm -hmm. Every class you take should be an audition. An opportunity to push yourself and shine exactly when i was part of the um, dance company in new zealand mm-hmm. we used to get told off when we weren't amazing in a class and it was just like a normal class that anyone can come to so but because i was that. in the company and if i was taking the class if we weren't amazing mm-hmm. we'd be pulled aside by management mm-hmm. by one of the, the big manager and he'd be like um you need to step it up you didn't <laughs> kill their class and it's Goodness just the casual me. it's just the casual class uh-huh. but you always have to stand out and that's just that's just the very dance so i'm a huge fan of miguel zarati good advice for the drag race girls as well because every time they step on this stage is a chance to shine exactly that so what did you think the first person that we do see is the thruple isn't it well should we talk about them in their little groups yeah 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 so we've got tina got mick and candy yeah now for me the shining star here was tina absolutely in this trio what yep. do you think of tina first of all 
First of all, this week is a dance challenge, okay? Yeah. And when it's a dance challenge performance, there's two things that I as a viewer focus on or mm-hmm. someone critiquing, and it's dance technique. Yeah. And then it's performance factor. Now, first like of all- Like energy, personality, yeah, that kind of thing in the performance factor. That yeah. comes under the performance. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have dance technique mm-hmm. now, it's not something you learn overnight. No. Dance <laughs> technique is something that people spend years and years learning. How do I do this with my body? What's the the right way to hold my balance? Um, it's very all that self-awareness with yeah. your body. Dance technique takes years. You're not going to get... If you don't have it now, what you should be focusing on is performance. And shining with your personality. Exactly, yeah. because performance can actually save technique. There's no point... If you're not a dancer, there's no point focusing on, oh God, I gotta get the technique right. Mm-hmm. I gotta get the dance a hundred percent. There's no point doing that because you're not gonna get it overnight. What you can do is inject personality, inject yeah. performance, and that can save you. And that's a big, big, a big example of what some of the girls here have done, but most of them didn't. Uh-huh. So when I'm looking at the queens now, we're looking at Tina, we're looking at Candy, we're looking at Gottmik. Tina was the star she was, of this group. She, she felt was like the, she was a glue holding it together. Yeah. She's the only one my eyes wanted to look at. When I when I did focus on the other two, I will say I noticed a lot of mistakes. I think I, even I noticed them without my trained eye, you know, yep. my untrained eye, if you will. Um, Candy's behind in the beginning. Mm-hmm. There's a part that she forgets. And she has a tendency. She did this for congratulations. Yes. She has a tendency to look around to, to confirm the yeah, to confirm that she's actually doing the right moves. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? She, she finds, uh, she'll look around and be like, okay, Especially at Tina. She's in looking con- at Tina. In contrast to Tina, who's connecting with the camera and the judges at exactly. all times. Yeah. I, where your eyes are looking is where you're performing. Yeah. So I only wanted to look at Tina because she was performing to me. Tina's a pro. She is a pro. And now so, you notice something really interesting about the cameras picking up different things. Yes. An example would be, I noticed that a lot of, like, Gottmik was making a few mistakes, yeah. timing, wrong arm at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. But you had to actively look at Gottmik to see that. Yes. The cameras didn't really focus on that. So it's just telling me that they don't that there's we don't need a reason to be wanting her to be in the bottom or thinking yes. she should be in the Whereas bottom. The camera told us that Candy made a mistake and cut to Michelle cutting eyes her. Exactly. One thing I did appreciate about this trio is the visual cohesion in their colour palette. They were all in red obviously dictated by Tina because it's her colour. Tina stole that Bob Mackie dress off Tina Turner, by the way. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, Tina, thank you very much for holding this group together. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Now the next trio, this is not trio, sorry, the next duo <laughs> yes. is Elliot and Tamisha and they had Disco 6. Look, Tamisha, I love her. Mm-hmm. She made that one mistake that was very, very obvious because the cameras told us that she made a mistake and Again, therefore yes. it was obvious. Yes. But Tamisha's a good mover. Yeah. Tamisha's a great mover. Like she she was doing the choreography correctly. Yes. The only thing is that she she had like there in the headlights on her face so the too. whole time yeah, yeah. like there was no passion like this is disco it's about the feel uh-huh. disco is about the feel so your your body's doing the right thing okay but like what does your face tell give me give us that beautiful tamisha man smile that that's what yeah. and the, it's not just tamisha it was also elliot but elliot can't move her face dear we've talked about this elliot, i'm like elliot i just wish i could put someone else's face on Elliot's body because Elliot's, Elliot's body is doing the right thing Absolutely. she knows her body she knows she is technique.com she's trying even in the first time the first time we saw her on congratulations mm-hmm. was it congratulations like she was hitting yeah. every single beat every mm-hmm. single dance move every single count she had it yeah. but her face was just not there they together they gave us a fun like you know they made the judges laugh it was a fun donna summer sexy routine campy silly fun sexy you're right neither of them quite connected with their faces i would say obviously it's worth mentioning that um you know tamisha mentioned i think like you know she she told the producers in the director camera but she didn't mention it in the rehearsal that she can feel she feels differently about her body now because she very openly very bravely told us that she has an ostomy which is something that a lot of 
cancer survivors have if if they've had um if it's been a kind of colorectal kind of thing and they've had an operation that you know she's gone through a lot of changes and she feels very differently about her body now and, mm. and that really has affected her confidence i thought it was like so amazing that she explained it to us the audience she didn't like use it as an excuse or anything in the rehearsals she made it clear that she yeah. didn't want to use it as an excuse yeah. she wanted to to be judged on her merit on what she does on so many levels i mean you just every single episode we just fall more and more in love with her but i just wish there was more are you okay Mm -hmm. doing a few adjustments there yeah yeah okay can i speak again yes tom yes i just feel like you do it deliberately because you want to take the focus off me or something (laughs) i wasn't getting enough attention like how a little kid just makes a lot of noise or does something silly just so that they can be uh given (laughs) attention i just felt like you were doing that look i liked this duo i really did the hula the hale hula hoop Uh was there so they had props to work with it was only the performance that i just there was no performance i didn't feel six Mm. I didn't feel like, for example, season twelve. Who was the winner? See, uh, uh, it was um, what's her name again? Oh, Kamora. Not Kamora. Sorry, her sister. <laughs> Jada, Jada Hall. Jada, Jada Hall. When Jada did the Madonna challenge, yeah, and she had that. Oh, she oozed. All I sex all I saw was six. I was like, oh my god, wow. She's oh, I felt like I was watching porn. She, that's she, six. Uh, it came out of every pore. She that, was stunning. Exactly. That's six, and it's a different kind of six. But disco six should be very sensual, very close, very, you know, like the vibes, the grooves, and yeah. all of that. The energy, the chemistry, mm-hmm. it wasn't there. Yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. I would still rate both of them above Candy and Got Mick at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. My opinion, yes. Now we've got Olivia and Utica. You know how I just talked about performance can Mm -hmm. save uh, technique? Yes. Utica is exactly what I mean. Yes. She was enjoying herself. She was having so much fun. Her personality was there. If she did make a mistake, I did not know because she didn't show it. She didn't, show, she didn't tell us that she made a mistake. How do you tell someone you made a mistake? You showed on your face. Yeah. Her face was having fun the whole time. She was smiling. She was kooky. She was having a good time. She so therefore, really I had a good time. Mm-hmm. But we can't take away from Olivia. Olivia is a blimmin' star. Olivia was one of the best this week. She gives the best face, the best energy. She really does feel the music. She was fantastic. Olivia is music. She's beautiful with that big bouncy hair as well. She's just lovely. The wigs were great in this actually. I also love that pre-Raphaelite hair on Utica as well. Her energy, her zest, her passion. I just, I love watching Olivia dance and the Mm. different types of performances she does. She mixed up her face. She felt the music. It was great. It was great. She gave me Tina Turner vibes as well and the tiny dress showing off her legs and the bouncy hair. It was nice, wasn't it? Beautiful. Olivia and Utica was a really good pairing. Very strong. I liked it. Now we've got Rose and Denali. All I can say is they both were clean. That's what I thought. My notes really are like, they were great. They were slick. They were technically fantastic. Um, do you think that either of them projected the same personality that some of the I other girls were seeing? I think Rosé won because Rosé gave me more face. She did. She did. Like when you're looking at two people who are just technique queens, mm-hmm. two people who are doing the same dance and they're doing it right, that's great. What do we then look for? Performance. And then the performance is what I look at and then judge. Her look was more disco as well and that kind of like halter neck jumpsuit with the fire force at hair. Denali's hair was not disco, if you ask me. It was, it was like it 90s. Was, it was very modern, if you ask me. It was like 90s modern, club? almost wet look, um, you know, pink rinse. But there we go. Isn't They're not being judged in their looks. She was so, so clean. And so, I mean, I was wowed by their technical ability, you know. Oh, I thought it was just a very, very safe. Yes. A very, very clean performance. A very safe, very clean performance. We rated these girls very highly going into this. Are you you almost sound slightly disappointed by their performance. Is that is that me misreading you? It's it's unfair because it's not their choreography at all. I'm I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not overly wowed because, I don't know. It was good. Look, it was yeah. good. That's it. It was good. It was really good. There's it was. no way that anywhere near the bottom. There was nothing, probably quite high, really. There was nothing bad that happened. It was good. It was nice. What would, it, what nice. would make it better for me? More 
feeling, more personality. Yeah, yeah. I wish there was more feeling in yep. it because this is disco. It's not a five and six and seven and eight mm-hmm. and one and two. I just wish there was more of that passion for disco. Uh-huh. Which, let's be honest, it wasn't there. It was a clean dance. We saw a clean dance, yeah. and I actually really did like Rose's energy and performance, mm-hmm. but I, it just wasn't wow. Okay. Now let's have a look at Lala Re and Simone. I want to say, everyone, Lala is amazing. She's fantastic. I love. She Lala. took me to church. She took mm-hmm. me to the disco. She took me to soul, rhythm, yes. and blues. She oozed every single part of it. Performance on lock. The dance on lock. Lala Ree is a star. She she really took the me face. there. She had like this fun effervescent energy. Um, she was just fantastic. She looked like she was hitting every move, but like giving it like this extra little flourish. Exactly. Yeah. It's called feel. Yeah. You know, is that what we call it? <laughs> it's called, like, first of all, anyone can do the same steps. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if I was to teach you a dance, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, fine. Now I want you to do the dance and give me a bit of you in it. Now give me the dance and give me a bit of feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, tell me, how would you, um, this is my story. How would you tell it? And that's yes. what it is. How would you tell it? And you tell it in the way that you interpret the movement and the way that you interpret the choreography. Lala Ree, amazing example of mm-hmm. all of this. She had soul. She had rhythm. She had flow. She had energy. She was amazing. I could have taken my eyes off her. Lala was fantastic. Like, let's be honest. Like, she really outshined Simone. Well, again, you noticed as well. Again, camera work was interesting in this segment. Yes. What did you see? I saw Simone making a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So, but, but, you know, Simone knows how to perform. She's it, got her in. She's got that signature Simone um, oh, yeah. attitude on and perform and confidence on stage. I think and it was she was really, a really good. muted for Simone. When I think of kind of, you know, congratulations and my name's Simone and I'm here for the throne. I didn't say the same swagger. Okay. I know I'm not saying that the same swagger would apply to disco, but I didn't see the same like energy and personality. Okay. I, mean, I didn't think she was bad when we did see her like performing, but not I did see a struggle. I did see Simone struggling, but she didn't show it. She didn't show it in her face. It's only because I was looking for synchronization when I saw them two on stage. She didn't quite take me to the flag victory. The flag victory. The flag victory. No. Um, so, looking back at that, can you name two or three top performers for you? La La Re. Yep. Olivia Lux. Uh-huh. And Rosé. Okay, great. Okay. I would not disagree with any of that. Yep. I think that they shone in their groups and they shone overall. Exactly. Who's in trouble? Who's in trouble is, let's have a see. I'm going to say... Got look, this is what I think. What I saw, obviously, it's going to be different because they've edited it. But from what I saw, the bottoms is Got Mick, yeah. The bottom is also Candy Muse, Candy, Got Mick, and Simone, yeah. To me, she but was if I had to solid pick up- enough, but the camera picked up on a mistake. So I wonder if they're setting us up for a little bit of a Tamisha versus Candy bottom two, which would suit production really well. The thing is, I saw several mistakes from Simone. I saw mm-hmm. several mistakes from Candy. I saw several mistakes from Gottmik. I saw one mistake from Tamisha, from Tamisha Iman. And they chose to focus on that. Fine. Good on you. But mm-hmm. I only saw one mistake there. So yeah. I'm not going to put her on the bottom for that. I would put her in the bottom a bit if I was looking at performance factor. But then I look at the other performances and they too were kind of weak. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't put Tamisha in the bottom. I would not either. Yep. But I read just again what we've noticed from the edit and the way it was shot. It could go either way. But it's not going to fool us. It won't fool us because we see everything. You we won't get one ever us, RuPaul. <laughs> no. All right. Let's see what the runway is. What's the theme? Uh, little Black Dress. Category is Little Black Dress. So basically, come as Posh Spice. Let's have a look. About Tina Burner. So Tina gives us a little reveal, which is fun. She comes out in this painter and decorator kind of jumpsuit and then reveals this um, lovely embellished mini dress with the kind of handprints over the boobies. I feel like I've seen handprints over boobies a hundred times before, but I can't tell you where the original reference comes from. I'm sure one of our listeners knows. Um, and then, you know, the paint's better. I think this is fun. It's a great take on a little black dress. And again, she's using her signature magma color scheme. Mm-hmm. 
Um, are we sick of the magma color scheme? I think it's working this week because I think black works with hot colors. Mm-hmm. It gives a real okay. like a charcoal and flames effect. So this week she pulls it off. All right. I mean, it's it's now becoming expected. And if you're starting to expect something all the time, it's just not... For me, it's well, not fun. It's a bit like Max with the grey hair, isn't it? It's like, if you can make it work, I'm still in it. Clearly, you're not. You're bored of it, and that's I'm out. fine. I'm out. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I didn't... I think this look was quite clownish, in all <gasps> honesty. <laughs> Ronald McDonald hair again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Candy Muse. Candy I really, really like this she look. really impressed me this week. So, it's the kind of Comme de, ca- de Garçon... Um, kind of flat silhouette um, with a little bit of the Moschino paper dolls thing around. She mentions referencing Lady Di's dress. I think, I think I'm not 100% sure, she's referencing the dress that Lady Di wore when Charles publicly announced that he'd had an affair. Ooh. Yeah, so... uh, I don't know much about UK history. He actually... He admitted, admitted it. it. Well, yeah, he'd been having an affair with Camilla for years. Well, yeah, but you never admit it. Like, I would never tell someone when I cheated on them. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. <laughs> I, will go, I will go to my grave and say, no. Oh, I mean, Lord, I've got photos. I don't care. That's not me. I'll, I'll, yeah, all the way. Candy's impressed me on the runway this week. This yes. is Overall, it's stunning. It's fun. It's camp. There's lots of pop culture references. She looks really pretty. Good I, job, Candy. I really like it. It's fashion and she looks but is sexy. It, is it fashion? Yeah, it's fashion. Yeah, it's but fashion. is it fashion? It could be fashion. I think it's fashion. Do you think it's fashion? It's fashion and sexy. Also, Aja kind of did this. She did. That's right. And House of Aja. She's from the House of Aja. No, the form. No, form former House of Aja. Remember, now the doll get it right. Get it right. Doll but, Got Mick. You know what? I'll tell you this right now. When I heard little black dress, I thought this. I thought, I wonder if someone's going to actually just wear a tiny, tiny little dress on them. That's hilarious. And then Got Mick actually came out here looking so Flipping sexy. I mean, she's wow. got... Wow. She looks fantastic with the little pasties and the duo um, kind of new look silhouette black dress on her between me down there. She looks absolutely fantastic. I love the slick down kind of 1920s hair. Um, overall, it's a beautiful look and it's so simple, but very, very brave. And she says, you know, she wouldn't have had the confidence to do this long ago. And she did mention not having, you know, it wasn't that long ago that she had her top surgery. Mm. So overall, okay. like amazing, beautiful. I love the messages she's sending. Gormick, I love the makeup. I love the the nipple glitter, whatever you call that. I love the little dress over the penis area. I love yeah. I love the the bow at the back. I the, love the confidence. I love your skin. I just think this beautiful. is uh, this is already my favorite look i don't need to see anything else i love reminds me of you know speaking of the queen who had the confidence to come out this naked valentina in her madonna uh, violet look yes violet yes violet just loved getting it out didn't she elliot with two t's so elliot gives me a little she's kind of like to me she's sheer horowitz and clueless meets um uh, Miranda Priestley in Devil Wears Prada. Do you remember in when they went to Paris and she had like that off-the-shoulder sort of lambin dress? Mm. That look. But with like Cher Horowitz has but borrowed you, that outfit. I think we need a jacket. I think we need a jacket here. <laughs> we need a jacket. need a jacket. Oh, thank here. God she's got a jacket. Fantastic. I like the look. Another shoulder piece though. Well, it was cool because she took another shoulder she, moment. She took the heavy shoulders off to have an off-the-shoulder moment. So that was good. That's a good mixing up. <laughs> We're seeing versatility. Talk to me about Tamisha. I love this. She's giving me pure 80. And they reference her every week. She's giving us Diane Carroll, Dominique Devereaux. The champagne is burnt. She's got money. She's on a red carpet. She's gorgeous. I love this look. I love the era that it comes from. It gives him very 80s glamour. Okay. I mean, she looks like a glamorous real housewife of Atlanta. Uh She gives me the pastor's wife. Who's fashion? <laughs> the pastor's wife. Yes. She's a very sexy pastor's wife. Have you been wife. to church? <laughs> Not lately. It is a fashion show. My skin starts sort of starts smoking whenever I go into a church. I don't know what oh. it is. Yeah. Okay, let's look at Miss Utica. What do you think about this? Wow, Utica. There's there's a real blend of things here. So she's Audrey Hepburn. Um, she's uh, Maria from Metropolis. She's got all these different... El- and also the overdrawn lips are giving me like a real Lee Bowery vibe. You know? Yes. So I'm loving all these different combinations. It's crazy, but it works. Black on gold is a really, really good combination. It's very 80s to me. I like it. I think it's very 
camp. It's very drag. It's like they gave them the category as little black dress, and mm-hmm. she still remembers that she's a drag queen. Yeah. First of all, I'm a drag queen. Yeah. A little black dress. Okay, I'm a drag queen. I'm gonna give you a little black dress, but make it camp, this and is, also make it fashion. I mean, she's beautiful. I love this it. It's really good, and she's giving a fun little performance with her lipstick handbag. Excellent. She's got the little, um, almost uh, Chicago-esque hair, hasn't she? The very short Minnelli. bob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What like, about Denali? I love this. This is Kiss of the Spider Woman, isn't it? It's very... And then she she reveals at the end that she is actually a mutant spider lady. Um, the dress itself is very pretty, well-fitted. I love the velour kind of fabric and the Black Widow references. Um, it's fun. I like it. I think it's a nice dress. It's got a nice story behind it. It's very... Without the um, the diamonds and the web, it's just a... It's, a, it's something you can get from like ASOS, but um, she she has she has amped it up with the concept and the embellishment, yeah, and yeah. it's a cohesive concept as well because it's black dress, black widow. I mean, she it's looks fun. she looks stunning. Yeah, and as does Rose. Look, first of all, I thought Rose was wearing a pillowcase. Yeah, I mean, this is lovely. This is like everybody's favorite loofah, isn't it? She loves tool, Rose, doesn't she? She puts tool on everything. Um, lovely Miranda Priestly hair. I uh, don't think Miranda Priestley would wear this, though. Again, like, I feel like she embraces those, like, funny women, uh, uh, you know, those matriarchal funny women like Bette Midler. It's something you could almost see her wearing, you know. What about Lala? Lala, um, this is fine. Um, it's very, very sexy, very short. She's got fantastic legs and she, she looks really pretty. I do wish Lala would wear higher hair a bit more often. I don't think flat hair is great on her. Hmm. And I do think the while the... The kind of Diamante chains are a nice addition. It's kind of choking her at the top. I like her in that hair. I really do. I like her in that hair. I agree. Her legs look good. They're nice and long. Are we supposed to see her panties when she turns around? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she did say that she's put on weight from the lockdown. Do you think the stress used to sit a bit lower? I think Lala likes the fact that we catch a little glimpse of her panties. It's a bit naughty, isn't she? I, I think naughty. I think she could have cut it lower. I don't think she needed all that embellishment at the top. Oh uh, yeah, uh, to me it's all a bit simple, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Now Simone, Simone, oh. could her skin be any more beautiful? I just want to skin her and then eat it. It just <laughs> looks like chocolate. All right, Buffalo Bill. And it's so delicious. Um, she's absolutely stunningly beautiful. Now she mentions herself. This is a reference to an early RuPaul video. Um, she loves hair art though, doesn't she? And again, like her, her uh, Meet the Queens look was a Nikki Nelms referencing look, and I'm sure Nikki could do amazing work like this. Um, other than that. Other than that, it's quite a simple kind of cut-out, fringy little black dress, but she gives it that Simone fun energy on the runway, which amps it up. Okay, so we've seen the looks. We've seen the discography, the the actual performance. Uh I want you to give me now your tops and bottoms. Well, I guess for me, some of the girls who were best in the challenge gave slightly more basic looks than the others. Like, I was a little bit disappointed with Olivia's look um, and Lala's look. Um, So who else was great? Um, I can't really think. Are you going to... I'm waiting for your answer. Um, I... It it probably won't make that much difference. I just think that the girls who did best in the challenge had some of the most basic looks on the runway. Okay, so you're not giving me an answer. I'll tell you my tops and bottoms. Mm -hmm. My tops are the Lallerie. And I also think that Rosé is going to be the tops. Yeah. I mean, Rosé, her look is a bit more elevated than Lala's and Olivia's. Um, Who else is really good? Uh, Olivia... Is in the top in the performance, but that dress is kind of taking her away from the top. I'm, but I'm I'd still say, put Olivia at the top. Olivia has one of the worst looks. Her hair and makeup is beautiful, but the dress is basic. She'll be top, but she won't win because of that outfit. Mm. Okay. And my bottoms are going to be... Oh, Gottmik, that look saves her so from the bottom. So some of the, the worst girls had some of the best looks. So Candy and Gottmik were fantastic on the runway. Yes. Tamisha, really, I loved this look, this Dominique Devereaux look. And I'm going to say that the well. bottoms this week is going to be Gottmik, but she won't go home because she looks really, really stunning. 
and I oh Simone might be in the bottom for me, and Tamisha will be in the bottom because they kind of told us earlier she would be in this outfit. I don't know if it's enough to save her. I don't mm. want her there. Candy should be in the bottom as well because um, her performance was meh. Should we should we go with our opinions on who were tops and bottoms in the uh, actual performance then? Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Should we go see what they say? Yeah. Okay, first of all, I want to tell you who they put as the tops and bottoms, okay? Yes. They chose Tina, Olivia, and Ellie as the tops, and then Utica, Candy, and Tamisha as the bottoms. Yeah. Now, let's discuss this. Let's what discuss, do we think please. about it? Wrong. This is the, wrong. This co- is all wrong. A couple of girls had lucky escapes, and those two girls were Simone and Gottmik. Yep. Um, they, their runways may have saved them, but also we know the camera work kind of saved them as well. And they, they both seem very relieved to be an untucked when we watched it just a moment ago. The judging is wrong. Well, and I, I put l- my, when it comes to judging choreography and performance, I know for a fact I'm better than every one of those judging on their panel. I'm course, not, I'm, I'm not even being humble. This is a fact. Yes. I've, I've danced. I've, I've done it most of my life. Mm-hmm. I know performance. I know technique. I know dance. And this is all wrong. How is Lala Ree in the bottom with that performance that she gave? This How the- was Rose and Denali? Sorry, not Lala Ree in the bottom. How is she safe? How yeah. was Rose and Denali safe? When they called out the names, I thought they were at the tops and bottoms. This is the this biggest is- mystery. This is the biggest mystery. Also, I'm just like, Elliot seems to be in the top. Elliot's a top, yes. No, her performance was in there. Technique, technique, yeah, she was right. But, like, I didn't get any feeling from her. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any soul from her. I didn't get any, like, there was not that connection there. You know, we would have very easily put Lala in the top ahead of, of Elliot. Probably I would have put, like, Tina, like, more safe. She was the shining star of her group. Yes. But... For me, the tops would have been... Lala Ree, mm-hmm. Rose, and Denali. I mean, Olivia was fab as well. And the, yeah, Olivia, Olivia, I'm not mad at, but like their dress is basic. Yeah, basic AF. Now, the bottoms, Utica should not be in the bottom. And I'm telling you this right now. She had performance down. She had a good time. She's fun. How can you put Utica down there? When I, like, they think they're quite favoring. A strange choice. They're fav- like Simone, they're favoring Simone a lot. Because if you actually watch it, Simone made a lot of stuff ups. I mean, having two wins and your belt at this point does does mean that production will smile favorably upon you. Upon yeah. thee, if you like. Also, Tamisha should not be in the bottom. She should not. Tamisha should not be in the bottom. I, I can't. loved her runway as this well. This judging is all wrong, okay? Now, let's say congratulations to Olivia Lux for yep. winning her first time. Congratulations, Olivia. <laughs> I would give it to her out of the other girls that they put on the top, but I still don't agree with the tops. Yeah. Now, the bottoms was Candy and Tamisha, and I'll repeat, Tamisha should not have been the bottom, but she the lip not. sync is between Candy and Tamisha. Now, let's go through the lip sync. So it was Blue Cantrell, hip up style, wasn't it? And fun song. And from the outset, I saw Tamisha really embracing it. I should mention from Untucked, Tamisha seemed in a really good mood. She was light. She There was no anger. She was very accepting of what was going on. And she embraced the lip sync with a sense of fun camp, yes. which I really, really she enjoyed. Did. Now, when I look at the two types of performances, I felt like Tamisha was narrating the story. And I felt Candy was acting the story so the story is um if your man's cheating on you just go and just do whatever isn't it hit him up style and i really saw more of the feeling come from candy and i did say about halfway i was like oh candy's got this because she was really really she was the girl who's um trying to hit him up style she's trying Mm. to like get over the man she's trying to like beat him up whatever and i just felt like tamisha was just telling us about it i do as opposed to performing it i do appreciate what candy did in this lip sync she gave us like different levels and stuff she played with the set um she gave a lot of emotion and like it's almost like she portrayed the lyrics whereas tamisha more embraced the the lightness of the melody and the production because it's got like that fun like horn section hasn't it so she gave like that lightness Long story short, 
Um, Tamisha has gone home and I'm really sad about it. I am too. And I'm not even going to hide my feelings. Show us. And How do you feel? There are tears rolling down my face. <laughs> if I could cry, I would cry. If I could. It is sad to see Tamisha go home because I'm she is one of the most loved ladies on here. Mm-hmm. I don't think she should ever have been in the bottom though. And it's nope. examples, like when we see tops and bottoms like they announced this week, you get an understanding that it's bigger than what they do. Yeah, the show is bigger than your talent. They've got it all mapped out. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is a prime example. The tops and bottoms were rigor morris. They really, really were. It was wrong. It was all wrong. Tamisha should not have been there. Again, as Tamisha was walking out, I loved the lightness and the pride that she was portraying. She remains the mother of the house of Iman. She has a legacy. This is another chapter in the story of Tamisha, which needs to be made into a TV movie one day. Mm-hmm. And there we go. That's it. Well, yeah. I guess that is this week's episode for you. It's. I feel like we're finishing on a downer because we're a bit sad. That well, I'm just genuinely gone. sad that Tamisha's gone, and I'm not going to hide my feelings. She was anymore. done. She was done dirty. But look, it's what's done is done. Let's focus on next week. Next mm-hmm. week they've got an improv challenge, so we'll see how the girls go there. Yes. The winners so far. Let's do a a tally. Simone's got two wins. Yeah, Simone's got two. Denali has a win. Denali's got one win, and now we've got Olivia with a win. Olivia has a win. That's it, isn't That's it? it? We've got four wins. Yes, because they've had like 20 episodes, and they're only just started well, letting people damn, go this home. Is episode six. Yes, and it the first be... two were none. No, no, no. The first two, no one went home. Yeah, but they had wins. No, they didn't. There were no wins. The first one was a lip sync, tops and bottoms. The first one, yeah, but we should have five winners. The fuck? Fo- who won the first wins. one? Simone won the first. So Simone's got two. Denali has one. And Olivia has one. There should be another winner. We'll who go won, back. Who won last week? The winner last week it was the fashion challenge. The fashion. The, the ball challenge. Was it Utica? No, no. No, it wasn't Utica. Utica should have won. It was Gottmik. Gottmik has a win as well. So there, there are five wins that we Look have Look at so thinking out loud. Yes. I know, well, guys. Come on for the ride. <laughs> Join us next week as we go for another episode of UK Drag Race and Season 13. Check Thank us you. out on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Like and subscribe. And follow us on all of our social medias. There you go. Tell a friend. But again, that's Paolo. And that's Sam. From Spilling the Gene Tea Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye.